Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by Miracle at Big Rock. The holidays are here, and Big Rock Creek in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin is so proud to present the biggest holiday spectacular that the St. Croix Valley has ever seen. Step into the holiday magic this season with Miracle at Big Rock for good old-fashioned family fun. You're going to be dazzled by the millions of Christmas lights that surround you as you travel through the different themes that they have, including Frozen Land, the Enchanted Forest, Whoville, and many more. There's also going to be food trucks, an indoor heated holiday market, cocktails for you, cocoa and s'mores for the kids, sledding, fireworks, and of course, Santa's going to be there. Jump on board the Miracle helicopter to see the lights from the sky. Don't miss it. Miracle at Big Rock runs from November 26th through January 2nd. Free parking is available for you. Skip the line and buy your tickets in advance at miracleatbigrock.com. Happy December, everyone. The winter weather kind of snuck up on us this week, and we're entering into that time of year where people tend to go into hibernation mode. And I think back to when I was younger, and I grew up as a downhill skier. I was out on the ski hill racing Monday through Thursday, and then I was a ski instructor on Saturdays and Sundays. I was outside all winter long, and my body was used to it. I I stayed active outside, and the winter just flew by. Now, as I've gotten older, the cold seems to feel a little bit colder these days. And I know it's because I've allowed my body to stay warm inside. I don't downhill ski anymore. I blew out my knee freshman year of college and decided it was time to give up that sport. And I really haven't done a good job of replacing downhill skiing with another outdoor sport for the winter. And I need to do that. So this winter, I am committed to forcing myself out into the cold to get some natural vitamin D and hopefully condition my body to stay active in the cold. Now, Hiking is a really great option for that, and so I wanted to use this week's podcast episode to inspire you a little bit. This is a replay episode with Wendy Tremblay from She Ascends. Check it out. Wendy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah, thanks for having me. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what She Ascends is? So She Ascends is a women's hiking and wellness group. We are associated with an organization called Hike Hoppers, which was started out in Stearns County. And She Ascends kind of came out of that as a way for women to connect specifically. I lead the Washington County chapter, but we have counties all over Minnesota that also have chapters um, all the way up in Moorhead to Stearns County and um, a couple other chapters that just opened here in the Twin Cities, including Chisago County. But we have monthly hikes with women from all over the state who come and just take that time to you know, have some time to, to themselves and meet with other women in the community and um, start to make those connections. How long has this been around? Well, so the first chapter was started in uh, Stearns County, which is up in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and that one uh, started in April of 2019. And um, I just opened the Washington County one, let's see, December of 2020. We've had a couple, you know, a couple months where we didn't have any hikes due to COVID, but for the most part, we've kept up and I have over 30 members in the chapter currently and we'll have you know somewhere between 10 and 20 uh, hikers that come out to each hike uh, when we do have them open so it's been a lot of fun. So it's a group hike and basically a club where you can get together with other hiking enthusiasts? Yeah and I I wouldn't even call us hiking enthusiasts. Um, I think there's a there's a lot of I would say a, a lot of misconception about 
what it is to be a hiker. You know, I think a lot of us think of ourselves as just people who like to walk outside. And, you know, there's always that that conversation about what what's the difference between a walk and a hike. And I always think of a hike as being just a, an intentional walk outdoors. And so we, we have women of all ages, all fitness levels. You know, nobody on our hikes needs to have a certain type of gear or be able to hike a certain amount of miles. Um, you know, we make it very accessible for everybody to attend. And yeah, we are a membership organization. So our members pay $40 annually to attend all of our hikes throughout the year, which is really great. And then you could also check us out for free for your first hike. And if you don't want to become a member, but you want to hike with us, just kind of, you know, one-off hikes, we have $15 per hike rates as well. Who picks where the hike is going to be? Is that what your role is, is choosing the location? Yeah, yep. So as, as chapter leader, I choose the, the hike and the, the location, the mileage, the date and the time. But I think also, you know, as chapter leader, I do a lot of listening to what our members want. So if there's a a park that nobody, you know, nobody's been to before and really wants to check out. And that's a great opportunity for me to schedule that. So I really listen to what, what everybody wants to do too. I'm sure a lot of great friendships have been formed as a result of this group. Yes. Yeah. I love seeing the, the connections that people make, you know, maybe their kids go to the same school or, you know, they grew up in the same area. But a lot of times what will happen is our members will start to hike on their own, you know, or they'll meet up with, with other members to go for hikes outside of, of the hiking club. So that's really fun. So you meet once a month and then outside of that, anything else people are setting up on their own? Yes. Yep. We do sometimes have pop-up hikes. So maybe a hike that, you know, doesn't quite fit in with the theme of each month. So I didn't mention that too. A lot of our, our hikes will have a theme. So like in uh, in January, we had a New Year's hike where we talked a little bit about New Year's resolutions and kind of making sure that you're doing all, all the right healthy things and kind of sharing what, what people do as far as journaling or meditation and things like that. And then our hike coming up here in February is a love hike. And we are encouraging members to bring um, their galentines so bring a you know a best friend or your favorite aunt or your sister to kind of share the trail with and just have a good time you hike and then obviously you reserve some time to talk with each other it sounds like yeah I think you know a lot of the great discussions kind of happen while we're hiking and out on the trail too you know some of our hikes will kind of stop along the way and my background is in environmental education so I love to stop and you know look for owls or or check out the tracks that are, you know, we're seeing in the snow or, you know, see, just kind of check in with people and see how they're, how they're feeling. And I, there's something beautiful about being outside in nature as well. You know, we talk a lot about the, the benefits of being outside and, you know, there's a lot of studies that are done on the benefits of being in nature, but you don't really need to read those studies. If you, you know, you just get out there in the middle of the woods and just sit calmly or hike, you, know, you can you feel those benefits right away. You know, you, your stress and anxiety is, is reduced and you're able to see that world kind of outside of yourself. And, you know, especially these, these times during COVID, I think a lot of people are coming back to that idea of nature as respite for our really busy lives that we're leading. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people forgot about it for a little while there and were mm-hmm. forced to revisit it. Yeah, definitely. If someone has never gone hiking, how would they fit in with your organization? 
Well, kind of like what I was saying before, I think hiking is just a way to get outside. You know, it's it's walking outdoors. And so a lot of our hikes that we schedule, um, I would say that the majority of the hikes that we schedule are two to three miles, which um, when you're walking is, you know, under under an hour of walking. And so we do try to make it really accessible for everybody. So, you know, all fitness levels, all, all types of, of women can come out on our hikes. We will definitely do a or try to do a good job of making sure that in our the write-up for each hike we'll kind of list how many miles we're going to go on and maybe what the terrain might be like so if you you know if it is a very hilly hike you can kind of have that in the back of your mind ahead of time we'll also do a lot of communication before each hike to let you know you know like this weekend it's going to be very cold we have a couple hikes coming up and so our chapter leaders do a really good job of communicating with anybody who has already signed up for the hike about what they should be wearing, you know, should be layering or, you know, wearing a a scarf or, you know, if we're going through a prairie area, you might want some kind of face covering, things like that. So we try to make sure that everybody is prepared heading into each hike. So you don't need to feel like, you know, again, you need special gear or a certain fitness level to attend. What prompted you to start a chapter? Oh, well, I, I've i always loved being outside. And I think, you know, with all of my, my other jobs that I have had, there's always some piece of getting people outside, whether that's getting kids outside or, you know, working at a, at a park where I was a, a naturalist trying to get, you know, people interested in the, the turtle that I brought with or things like that. But really what got me hooked was our founder, Mindy Jensen. I knew her from a workshop that I had facilitated a while ago. And she and Steph are the two founders of Hike Hoppers. And there's just their passion about this organization and what they what they saw in it back in 2017 when they first told me about it. I just I could tell, like, I just wanted to be a part of what they were building. And um, they've just, they've done such an amazing job of creating this, this really engaged community of women throughout the state. And I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Now, you have a Find Your Chapter link on your website that I see. Do you have to live within that chapter to be a member of that chapter? No, you do not. And um, part of that reason is we don't have a chapter open in every county in the state. And so if you are looking for a hike and you your county is not represented on that map, then you should definitely contact us if you're interested in becoming a, a chapter leader. Part of that reason too is our members are allowed to hike at any in any county. So I could have Washington County members that are members with my county that you know, maybe go on vacation up to Moorhead and they um, attend a county chapter up there and they're allowed to attend any of those hikes as well. So you definitely don't need to have a county that's open where you live to be able to attend hikes. Are you looking to expand into Wisconsin? That's a great question. I think it would be wonderful to do that. You know, there's so many great hiking trails just on the other side of the river. Right now, we're only currently in Minnesota, but I think that could change. I always talk about how when we were kids, you know, our parents used to just shove us out the door and say, go Mm -hmm. have fun, go play, go find, make some new friends. And they'd say, you know, you'll be fine. Just go do it. And as as we get into adulthood, we tend to text our friend and say, hey, there's this thing. Do you want to go? It's called She Ascends. 
and we wait for that friend to say, yeah, I'll go with you. And if they can't, then we don't go. You know, that I feel like that happens a lot in adulthood where we wait to have that buddy system to go with us to take the step into the new club or the new thing yes. that we're trying. Coming by yourself to She Ascends, what does that experience look like? You know, I, the, I think the fears in people's minds that they might not always verbalize is, you know, what if there's all these people that are just already knowing each other and I'm not going to know anyone and it's going to be awkward? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think the the beauty of our hikes, I always find, is that you never know who's coming. And so you might have people who you've never met before, and that's fine, because a lot of them don't know anybody either. And so you, you might have people who know each other from other hikes, for sure. But for the most part, these are it's always a different group that's coming. And so it has its own almost personality to it for each hike. You know, if you have a group that's a little bit more adventuresome and wants to, you know, cross over that frozen lake to the to the island like we did back in the January hike. Or, you know, if you have a group that's a little bit quieter and, um, you know, just wants to kind of take a, a quiet, peaceful hike through the through the woods as well. So it's always different. And I think, you know, for anybody who is a little bit nervous about maybe coming out for the first time. I try to make sure that everybody's really welcome and, you know, you don't need to be a member. You don't need to be a hiker, you know, in in whatever terms you have that you have in your head about what a hiker looks like or who a hiker is. We try to be really open and welcoming to everybody. So you don't need to be decked out in Patagonia (laughs) and REI gear. (laughs) No, I I will say I do drive a Subaru, but that's where the stereotype stops. (laughs) But for someone coming out, they certainly don't need to go to an outdoor store and spend $400 on hiking gear no. by any means. No, definitely not. I mean, if, if the only pair of boots you have are the sorrel boots you've been wearing for 20 years and they still fit you, great. That, you know, that's that's the gear that you need. We definitely don't, you know, don't require any specific gear. So I mean, you just dress, dress in layers, dress for the weather and yeah, just have fun. And for some of the places that you're going to, do you need a pass to get into the park as well? We we do here in Washington County have vehicle passes for most of the of the parks here, unless we're looking at a city park where there isn't a fee. Sometimes there is an extra fee for a, a vehicle pass to get in. And if we go to state parks, you know, there's also the state park sticker that you might need. We do try to get people to carpool as much as possible. I mean, with COVID, that makes it a little bit tricky these days, but, you know, carpooling is great or really getting that annual pass just makes it that much more likely that you're going to get out there and, and hike. You know, I I find the same thing with our membership. You can pay by hike, but if you, you know, just pay for that annual membership or just pay for the annual vehicle pass, you're much more likely to use it. And spontaneously, too, you know, you can just, hey, I'm free this weekend. I should go out to Afton State Park. I see GSMs is going to be out there. So I, I think there's definitely some flexibility that you're giving yourself by getting that annual pass. Well, and it's such a reasonable price for a membership to a group like this. You said $40 a year? Yes. Yep, $40 for the year. And so if you come out, you know, in just a couple of hikes, you're going to make up that amount pretty quickly. I'm curious, when you have your group of hikers and you pass by other hikers on the path, do you get funny looks because you're such a large group coming through? 
<laughs> Sometimes. I, I would say, you know, I think I mentioned earlier that we, we have about 30 members right now in Washington County, but it's a good thing to keep in mind that not everybody comes out to every hike. And so we do try to keep our groups smaller so that, you know, we're we're not taking up the whole trail and we're not coming through really loud and obtrusive to somebody who might want to be out in the in the park and just enjoying a peaceful hike on their own. So I do try to be mindful of that. And we do have people that ask, you know, oh, what is this? Are you are you part of some group or something? You know, we kind of get that. Like, what, why are you all hiking together? Yeah, I think people are always really curious. And I have had people join as members because they saw us out one day. You know, there was a woman who was out hiking on her own. And she kind of mentioned that she couldn't get any of her friends to come out to hike with her. And so she ended up coming the next hike that we had and, and had a blast and met some new hiking friends along the way. So it's always great to see those connections. What are some of your favorite spots to hike? Um, well, I, I grew up in Lake Elmo, so I have to have you know Lake Elmo Park Reserve as um, one of my top hikes there's just so much to do at that park you know not only with the swimming beach which I think a lot of people are you know kind of know that park for but there's tons of hiking trails and you know very easily accessible hiking trails for people who you know want kind of a a slower relaxed hike on the other end of the spectrum Afton State Park is a a great park to hike in if you are looking for a little bit more of a challenge Uh, there's some great big hills along the bluffs and the St. Croix that people come from all over the state to really enjoy I think the park that I'm really enjoying recently is Pine Point regional park just north of Stillwater. A lot of their trails during the winter are only ski trails, but that's the park that really got me loving hiking in the winter. It's just beautiful with the big tall pines and they have, you know, this rolling prairie area as well. So it's a great spot if you want to bring your kids out snowshoeing too. They can snowshoe through that prairie and not disrupt any of the ski trails that are going on. So I think those are my top three spots that I like to hike in Washington County. Are there any do's and don'ts of hiking that you want to share? Oh, I think a big do is come prepared. You know, find a lightweight backpack that you can throw in an extra snack and a water bottle and, you know, extra sunscreen or bug spray that you maybe think you don't need in the parking lot, but once you get out there, you might need. I think making sure that you know where you're going. There's some great apps out there right now, you know, especially with the state parks that will show you exactly where you are as you're walking, which is great. They kind of work with GPS and and the uh, state trail maps. But yeah, I think being prepared is a is a definite, definite plus. And then as far as don'ts, I don't know. I think in in my world of environmental education, I really try to make sure that we're very mindful of not only the people that we're hiking with, but also, you know, the animals that we're sharing the space with or the, the plants. You know, you see a lot of a lot of areas where they might be restoring a, a section of the park back to prairie or oak savanna. And, you know, our our presence there could be harmful to that that restoration. So I just like to be mindful of where we're going and making sure that we're respectful while we're out there. Where can people find you? Yeah, um, you can find us at our website at sheascendswellness.com. And then if you also search for us on Facebook, we have several, we have a main um, She Ascends page. And then we also have um, a couple of Facebook groups. So per county. So um, I do have a Washington County Facebook group that you can ask to join in. And I give a lot of kind of local information about maybe things that are going on within Washington County Parks. But then I'll also post things about our upcoming events too in there. 
Awesome. I will link all of that up in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. That wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the Valley. Go, get out and try.